Welcome in to another episode of Farzcast. Farzine Vasukian here with you. And uh, we got a whole new uh, deal going here. We are from a, a studio now and no longer just a man cave. We've got uh, a new camera, uh, a mixer, a microphone, a background, all these things here. So wow. uh, we're doing uh, we're doing all sorts of things. Yeah, this is a, a whole new deal here. And I've got to be honest, I'm not prepared. I have not done a full length test with this. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. Joining me on this podcast is Melody McAllister. Melody, how are you? I am great. Um, I, I'm wonderful. I'm always I always love going live with you and doing these podcasts. All right. We can cuss, right? Uh yes, we can f- <laughs> cuss. We can f- cuss. That that is the fucking way we cuss on the show now. I don't have one of those first. So yeah, I I have to you know kind of read minds and know when you're going to curse. By the way, I need to learn to look at this camera and not this camera. People listening on the audio version have no idea what I'm talking about, but. <laughs> Uh, bear with me. It's my first time. I'm I'm trying all this out. I, like I said, I'm completely unprepared. So, so it's, uh, it's okay. Is this a virtual background that you have? No, this is all. Oh, this is uh, this is real. This is all I real right it. here. It's yeah, really nice. Um, you know, if uh, hold on, I got to take these headphones off. But if you, you know, you look here, you look at some of the things we've got just sitting <gasps> in the background. Uh, th- uh, like that. that is so cool. Um, Hold on, I didn't so uh, cool. hear you because I took off my headphones. Like I said, we're completely unprepared today. <laughs> what did you just say? I said, oh, that is so cool. Thank yes. you for showing that. Thank yes. you. <laughs> yes. Um, it is uh, quite the setup here. We're still uh, working. If you guys can hear us, let us know. Um, I know. Otherwise... I just found. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm joining us on um, Facebook. Too. Okay, yeah, do it. Okay, yeah, I'm just um I hope everything sounds good. Um for those of you who are watching live, uh please let us know how we sound. Uh does it sound muffled? Is the audio clear, crisp? Uh let us know. Um because I'm getting mm-hmm. a it doesn't sound as good on mine. It sounds you sound fine on to me. Okay, no, I do sound fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh this i'm very excited to do this podcast with you okay everyone's saying uh sounds good no issue okay thank you nelson jessica ryan jim i appreciate all of you guys um listen i know we talk sports in general Mm -hmm. on this podcast and we are going to talk sports i mean bob huggins got a dui and resigned that's a huge deal tyree kill is in trouble jack jones is in trouble uh I, i mean it's it's just insanity but the the story that everybody is talking about today is this whole submarine thing with the Titanic, with the five people who it is mm-hmm. now confirmed that they are gone. This has yeah. to be one of the more wilder stories that I have heard. By the way, for those of you watching live, I would love for you guys to comment and we can uh, read some of you guys' comments and uh, go from there. But Boy, I mean, just reading some of the details uh, about all this, mm-hmm. they, they wanted to explore the ti- t- the Titanic, and to me, it's like I, I I'm not gonna lie, I did not know they could go see the Titanic. I I, I, did, <laughs> not know, I did not know that was a thing. Uh, it's it is. Than, it's been it's been a couple of years. They've been able to. Yeah, it, it's it's more than two miles. 
below mm-hmm. land. So uh, yeah, like twelve thousand feet. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. So this mm-hmm. expedition started Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, and they were supposed to submerge around three o'clock. So it was supposed to be like an eight-hour trip. The Coast Guard uh, called this a search and rescue mission. Now this is a recovery mission, and they're investigating this whole situation. This was pretty weird. So there was this ninety-six-hour supply of oxygen. And the people inside had limited food and water. Um, uh, by the way, here's what's crazy. An employee was fired in 2018 after expressing mm-hmm. safety concerns, uh, sharing that this is not safe to do. And right. I guess uh, Ocean, what's the company called? Ocean View or Ocean Expedition? Something? Ocean yeah. Gate. Ocean Gate. Yes, thank you. They uh, were not happy about those uh, concerns, so they canned him. And uh, mm-hmm. he was gone. Uh, listen, I, I'm not here to make a mockery out of billionaires, uh, but I will say this. It's like, you know, you made a choice um, and, and it's like, wh- wh- l- l- I know what a lot of people are going to say, by the way. Oh, well, what about airplanes? We fly airplanes. Yes, we do. Why aren't so many airplanes malfunctioning and crashing? Because they go through regulatory they go through regular protocols uh i mean these are people who have licenses they i mean you have to know what you are doing in this these are people that just on their own without any special expertise wanted to go 12,000 miles or i'm sorry 12,000 feet 12,000 miles would be something yeah, else right. um <laughs> uh I, I mean i don't know this is really one of the more bizarre stories i have ever heard i think is is Ali and Ozzy? Are those your parents? Uh, yes. Uh, they, they say they say every single new thing I read or heard about this has been a what the fuck from start to no, end. No, 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 Melody, Melody. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. On this podcast, it's what the what f- the yeah. <laughs> yes, that is how we do things on this podcast. Now. Okay. But you know what's crazy to me? So my dad and my brother, we were talking about this this morning. And Why I are we laughing about such a tragic thing? This is okay, listen, it's, we are it's, horrible people. It's it's not a laughable matter. I agree, but you know, here's what you you kind of just think about common sense here. Okay, they are going inside this tube, and they're going to go two miles below water, and right. they're by the way, they're operating on a PlayStation Three control. Okay, so you know when you buy like a, a PlayStation or whatever, it comes with a controller. If the company's generous, they'll throw in a second controller. If you want any more, you have to buy them yourself. But then you can also buy, like especially with the old video game systems like the Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. and the PlayStation 2, they were wired. So you could go online and, and buy like knockoff controllers that were wireless. They were using a knockoff wireless PlayStation 3 controller. Think about that. And they had two. This is not a joke. They had two additional of those same controllers from Logitech. And I don't know if Logitech was really the company, but it's a knockoff controller. They had two backup controllers in case one of them started malfunctioning. Like, think about that. You're going two miles below in this tube to see where Rose and Jack fell in love. And all of this is operated on a on a PlayStation Three controller, and not even a a, a brand one, a knockoff. Yeah. yeah, a knockoff. It's not Sony. Sony was not the I, one who okay, this, this controller. What, so I am staying with some friends right now, and this is we were talking about this over dinner. And if I were one of those wives, the wives of one of those men, I would be so pissed off. Not only would I be off, you know, very sad that I just lost. <laughs> 
my husband or husband and child, yeah. I would just be so fucking sorry. So uh, it's it's so pissed, you know? I would be so are you gonna beat me or what? I'm waiting I, for are you gonna I would be so fucking pissed <laughs> because because it just is so needless, you know, like, why do you have to go see the ruins of the Titanic? Yes, it's interesting, but they like send little robots down there. You know, a few years ago, we got to see the yeah. Titanic because of, you know, they sent, what are those little things, the little, that take pictures, not human things like robots, you know, and uh, these guys, I really feel like they're adventurers, right? They're living for that next high. They're billionaires. One of they them. get to go see, yeah, one of them goes and does everything, just went up in the space, right? Yeah, I, one, I think with, that they knew. Bezos. I think that they at least knew that they were facing death at any point of these adventures. They know that death would be a possibility. So yeah, well, you know what's crazy is uh, one of the uh, one of the kids, uh, I guess one of the sons for one of these guys. Right. Uh, he was at a Blink One Eighty Two concert, and I guess he was receiving criticism like, "Hey, your dad could be dying soon, and you're just." having fun at the it's like oh dad's underwater and he might have only 96 hours left to live okay i'm gonna go to the blink 182 concert text me if there are any updates all the small things it's like come on how Uh, ironic isn't it ironic don't you think um (laughs) this is just such a wild story to me it really is yeah you know i mean in so many in so many like news stories whether it's um, just regular news, politics, entertainment, what, what, sports, whatever. Um, you see so many things go wrong, and you think to yourself, "What could have been prevented?" And it's like common sense. And I don't know. It, it's just to me. Don't uh, go he, down by, by the way, into the sea. Here's a scary thought: these five people who went, and obviously one of them was a 19 year old who was with his father doing this. Um, they lost communication at some point pretty early on in this right. expedition an hour and 45 minutes in yeah very early mm-hmm. imagine like these five people they're just begging and praying that someone's gonna come and do something uh little did right. they know that the whole world was talking about this and you know I, so it, the report said that the support that they that it like imploded probably pretty early on you know it, before they even sent a search crew out, it probably had already imploded. And I'm thinking, you know, I've watched documentaries of divers, deep sea divers, and, you know, the pressure. Yeah. I I think that they probably died quickly. Or the sad thing is, is that the machines, you know, around them, the submarine that they were in started sounding really scary before it just finally, you know, I mean, they probably saw it coming, but then when it happened, it was probably really fast, which is really yeah. scary and sad. Um, but you know, our brains can't take that kind of pressure. So most, you know, they were already in a depth that we couldn't handle at any point, you know, human wise. So I'm, I'm sure there wasn't a ton of suffering, which is good, but I'm sure they probably heard it coming at, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I think. Those are my terrible thoughts. The, the um, the company ocean gate. I, I mean, the, so according to NBC news, this is a company that would go to Facebook pages in the comment section and would promote themselves. Hey, come spend $250,000 with us and go see Titanic. It's like, yeah, I mean, that sounds really, especially when you see something on a Facebook comment, a Facebook comment section, and it's asking for $250,000. Yeah. I mean, hell no to that. 
Uh, by yeah. the way, I am getting uh, a, a, a notification. I'm being told the device does not make the... It just cuts off, apparently, not making the beep sound. Oh, okay. That's probably why. That's probably why I have that fixed now. Uh, thank you, producers. Uh, for, Do you want uh, me to say the F word again? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, it, okay. Build it up, though, so I can see okay. it coming. All right. Let's, you know, um, let's just get serious. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know what else I, I can know, do? You know, this? I can't. I, 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 have to, I have to know how to build it up. Are we going to uh, keep talking about this terrible news? No, we're moving on. But I just want to kind of show off because I'm, I'm having way too much fun with this. I, I can talk like this. How cool is this? I can I can do high pitch voices. I can do low pitch voices. Talk on a megaphone. I, I can talk like a monster. Or a live robot. Let's see. We have uh, crickets. This is the sound Cincinnati Bengals fans made after the <laughs> AFC Championship game. This was also the sound they made after the AFC Championship game. Uh, Oh, uh, we can also uh, party here. So if we're, if you know, we got a lot of people here celebrating something, we can uh, do all of that. Uh, anyway, let's move on here. Um, so this was a really big story over the weekend. Uh, Bob Huggins, the head coach for West Virginia, uh, he was arrested and charged with a DUI, and this is not the only thing that happened to him recently. So Huggins did a radio interview in early May where he used a homophobic slur and also expressed anti-Catholic sentiments on the Bill Cunningham show in Cincinnati. Sounds like the people I grew up with. <laughs> Cincinnati. Is, Sounds uh, like my family. Cincinnati is where he coached college basketball for a little bit before he went to Kansas State. And by the way, a, a lot of people in the area are familiar with him because he coached at K-State. He went mm -hmm. to West Virginia. West Virginia eventually became a member of the Big 12. So mm -hmm. a lot of people are, are pretty familiar with Bob Huggins. Huggins admitted he owned up to the comment and said it was completely insensitive and aberrant, uh, abhorrent. Uh, in 2020, Melody, uh, do you know who the broadcaster Tom Brenneman is? I've heard of his name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they were the Cincinnati Reds came to Kansas City and uh, during pregame coming out of a commercial, he was caught on the hot mic. He said one of the blank capitals of the word using the homophobic three letter F word and uh, did not know it was caught. Eventually during the game, the Cincinnati broadcast team found out and they told him they're like hey we need you to apologize on air and go mid apology a cincinnati player hits a home run and he is announcing the home run while he is apologizing so uh people are making fun of that anyway the, the reason i bring this up is because tom brenneman was invited to um to speak to Bob Huggins basketball team uh, four months after he made those comments. So a lot of people criticize Huggins for that. Uh, and now you have the second DUI. The first one was in Cincinnati decades ago. So it's been a long time, but you know, a repeat offender. And here's the other thing too. Here's my stance on this. Huggins is a college coach. Um, I mean, in the, in the college realm, you're essentially an educator because these are all young well, men course. making that transition yeah, yeah. to adulthood. College coaches, when they recruit kids, they're also talking to their parents and saying, hey, look, you know, we have no tolerance for DUIs, violence, sexual assault, criminal activity of any kind while you're representing our university. I mean, all the right. colleges say this to their 
potential student athletes. So Mm -hmm. if you're going to say that to your student athletes and essentially give them a warning, uh, a a one strike warning, essentially, or or just kick them out instantly, you know, coaches need to be held to the same standard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now he wasn't fired, but he did resign, maybe forced to resign. We'll see. His daughter said he had 30 minutes to make a decision. Uh, Oh, I think that was in, um, I think that was in Cincinnati. You might actually be right. I, I am because I did my homework. You told uh, it, me what we were going to talk about. No, you uh, might be. Hold on, the thirty minutes. Yeah, you're right. It was thirty minutes, mm-hmm. um, which I do want to get into that in a moment. But here's my thing. Let's just stick with the uh, the coach and the 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 resignation here. I just think okay. it's the right move because you know if you're going to hold college uh, student athletes to that uh, to these specific standard. rules and hold them to mm-hmm. a high standard. You got to do the same for the coaches. I, I, I don't care how old they are. You know, I get it; they're adults. But if you're going to be so strict with your student athletes, your your coaches have to be held to an even higher right. standard. Agreed, agreed. And I would not want that. Um, I, I mean, I would not, you know, want that position because I'm not perfect. But but honestly, if that's what you expect your students or your your players to to live by, yeah, you've got to live it too. Otherwise, you're just a fake, right? Did you see what his daughter posted on Facebook? Yeah, I I just, no, I read some of her words. What did she post? Okay, so it is a very, very long statement. It's actually worth reading some of it. Um, She says, now that we have had the, uh, her her name is Jackie Huggins, by the way, to be clear. Mm -hmm. Now that we have had some time to process, I wanted to be the first one to say, I understand the severity of what took place. I also fully understand how it could potentially have, uh, or excuse me, how it potentially could have and does affect so many lives. People are human and people make mistakes. We are all guilty in some capacity. Let's spread love and healing and not hate to someone who bleeds gold and blue. Okay, listen, I know family members. I, I mean, listen, wh- what do you expect? It's a family member. She's not going to say, yeah, I mean, my father is a horrible person for a DUI. I, no, I, but like, like, look at uh, Patrick Mahomes right now with his brother. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to come out and bash his brother, even though what he did was awful on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Andy Reid, you know, he was not critical of his son publicly. Um, Julie Chen Moonves, whose husband uh, was the head guy of CBS and all the sexual assault claims that came out. I mean, she criticized other men who have done the same thing yet she stood behind her husband so listen i get it people stand behind their husbands uh, family members whatever stand in these by kinds of... your man. yeah <laughs> um but here's my uh, f- first of all i mean i to me like a dui that that's just you can't tolerate that and to call it a mistake listen this is a coach that would have let go of a player if they did the same thing So I don't really know if I call this a mistake. Uh, She uses that word many times. She also lashes out at the, uh, essentially the West Virginia brass Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. says throwing stones at glass houses is also not how to represent such a great university, treating someone like they don't matter after they have given their whole heart and soul to the university. Uh, You mentioned the whole 30 minutes thing. They gave him 30 minutes to decide. Listen, uh, if you're a, it's the year 2023. We know that when there's horrible news like this, that, you know, a company is being represented, or in this case, an institution, they need to look out for themselves in this case. They can't be waiting around for him to make a decision. They, They need to, they need to, from a public relations standpoint, 
try to clear their name from all of this and mm-hmm. acknowledge that this is not acceptable. So yeah, maybe they forced him to resign. You can call it firing, whatever you want, but um, she she just constantly goes on about mistakes. I guess he collects beer cans. He goes to yeah. places in Morgantown. He, well, he collects cans. He recycles. To recycle, yeah. Um, and I guess that the media portrayed that in an inaccurate. I, I just want to say something. Listen, my dad yeah. was an alcoholic, and he we also collected his beer cans. But also, he had beer cans because he was an alcoholic. So that's why he had a lot of beer cans. You know. She's going to stand by her dad and she should, you know, she cares about him. She loves him, but ultimately it's not her decision. And no matter what she says, the, the college or whatever, the university is going to do what they're going to do. It's their policy. They want their students to live by it. So they want their coaching staff to live by it, you know? And yeah. he knew that he signed it, you know? So boom, we all have to face the consequences, right? Okay, is it only let, when white men have to face the consequences? Is it only when white men have to face consequences? That it's, let, it's, me, <laughs> let me ask you this, though. Like if, this, if this was Bill Self who did this, <sighs> does he get... Now, Bill Self, he has not gotten in trouble for anything in the past. He's never said anything to put... The, the only thing he ever said... Uh, one of his basketball players uh, with like 10 seconds left dunked the ball on K-State when they were up by 100. And he, in his post-game interview, he goes, that was the biggest move that I've ever seen. So that has happened in the past, but that's it with Bill Self. Like there's never been anything horrific that he's done like a DUI or making controversial comments. So if he was to ever get charged with the DUI, hypothetically speaking, you know, I don't think he gets can. I do think a severe punishment's on the way. You know, you have to sit out several games to make a point here, but mm-hmm. and again, Bob Hoggins is a great coach. He just never won a national Did championship. Did you see what Bill Self said? Bill Self says he'll greatly miss coaching against Big 12 rival and longtime friend Bob Huggins this season. Oh, I did not see that. We are all that. sad for that. Yeah, he oh. says we are all sad for that. Um, and he says it's obviously, it's obviously awful for Hugs the way it went down. It's not good for our league because he was so good for our league. You guys know how I feel about Huggins who has been coach at um, West Virginia University since 2007 after a year at Kansas State. I love the guy. I hate the way it went down. I'm certainly not making excuses, nor would Bob make excuses, but he will certainly be missed. That's what Self says. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty classy response mm-hmm. there, or a statement, I should say, not a response per se. Um, it's a response. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, listen, I, I, one other quote I wanted to read from uh, Bob Huggins' daughter, Jackie. She says, the lack of compassion shown in the situation absolutely disgusts me the way it was handled disgusts me. If this is how they treat one of their own, how will they treat anyone else? I mean, to her point, I think they would treat a student athlete the same way. We kind of just talked about that. Um, again, like you said, you know, she's going to stand behind her dad. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, if this was a family member of mine, I would stand behind them and support them and try to get them help too. I think everyone would in that situation, but you also got to understand, like if they are representing a company or or, or again, a college in this case here, you just got to understand, you know, that college has to do what they've got to do and to criticize them publicly. I I just don't think this is the right move there. If you want to show support for your father, fine, but lash out at the university. I I don't know. You know what is so funny? I, um, well, never mind. I'm not going to say it because this is going live on Facebook, but people don't always handle um, things, you know, uh, when emotions are involved, people make, you know, people, people are people, 
They make decisions that aren't necessarily the best. They make decisions that they probably would regret later, or maybe not if they're, you know, if they don't care and they don't self-reflect, but, um, you know, she, or maybe she will never regret this. It's just, they did what they had to do and she feels this way and it's okay. It's okay. Her emotions are as valid as the standards that WVU want. They're valid too. So, uh, that's all I got to say about it, Farzine. No, no, that's great. Uh, <laughs> I do want to move on to another story. By the way, there's like a very notable theme here with um, people just making very questionable decisions. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, my God, for people, real. People wanting to go 12,000 miles underwater, people, you know, behind the wheel. Now mm-hmm. we have another one at an airport, specifically uh, Logan Airport in Boston. Mm-hmm. Patriots cornerback Jack Jones, very young guy, too. Had a solid rookie season with the New England Patriots. He brought two, not one, two loaded guns to the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, listen, all kinds of talks of, of him potentially facing up to 30 years in prison. I don't know about all oh, of God. that. Um, but let me just That's say crazy. This. Let me just say this. Why are you bringing a weapon to the airport? I mean, you know what's going to happen. Okay. By, by the way, it's not like he did not know. I mean, did he just leave this in his bag and by mistake went to the airport? I hope that that's the case because I was like, why would he plead not guilty? So, of course, I'm reading more of the story. And he even, you know, like was trying to mentor another young player and say, hey, like, put your guns away Hire If you're, if you're worried about security, hire somebody to take care of that for you, put your guns away. You're the breadwinner for your family, blah, blah, blah. So he seems like he knows what he's talking about. So I want to say that if he's pleading not guilty, then he probably did not know because they were in a box in his duffel bag. So I'm hoping the best for him because he sounds like he wants to do well with his life. Whatever happened previously in his younger years, he sounds like he's tried to turn it around and, um, you know, throwing the book at somebody 30 years for that. I don't know. Like that seems really crazy to me. Yeah. I I mean, listen, whether it was, it probably, it could have been a mistake. Yeah. As you said, Mm -hmm. you know, hopefully that was the case. Hopefully he didn't knowingly bring these in, but even so, I think you have to suffer some sort of consequences. I don't know what 30 years, uh, for sure. I know the league will definitely get involved. They'll obviously wait for the investigation to pan out. But when mm-hmm. I first heard this, it was like he already, as you said, he pleaded uh, not guilty. Um, but man, you just gotta be careful with it. Listen, I, I'll actually share a quick story here. So I used to uh, write for the University Daily Kansas, and that's the student newspaper at KU. And mm-hmm. we went to Norman, Oklahoma to cover the KU uh, Oklahoma football game, which was a very horrible game for KU. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Uh, a lot of horrible games for KU that year. Um, I remember uh, going through security uh, in the media line and uh, completely forgot I had pepper spray in my backpack. Mm. This security is going through every zipper in my backpack. And I did kind of had a, I had a bit of a panic attack at one point. I'm like, oh shit. She just, oh, I, excuse me. Oh, oh shit. Uh. <laughs> she she just opened that zipper. So I'm kind of freaking out here, not really sure what's about to happen. But mm-hmm. thankfully, you know, you just, it, it, listen, a lot of I, I've seen it on like keychains that a lot of girls have on campus. They mm-hmm. they have it on them. So uh, but obviously, when you go inside a, an event like a like a sporting event like that, you that's a big no, no. So that's Is you know, it, something, I didn't know that pepper spray was a big no, no. I, I mean, it was I, like, I don't I doubt it's allowed. It should be allowed. For what? I mean, because a lot of shit happened. I'm sorry. A lot of shit. 
Damn. I mean, what are you going to do? Like pepper, pepper spray the assistant coach if you like assault? No, <laughs> but, what, but if you're a woman and I think any woman listening to me, like we are always have to be on our guard. So I would, I would say like, if somebody felt they needed to take it and it's a college game. Yeah. A lot of shit. Are you going to get, you, you just go, gun? just go. Who cares? A lot of shit happens on, you know, on college campuses at college games. And I would not like say that. It sh- I, I don't know. I think that a girl should be able to carry pepper spray at least. Uh, Elaine <laughs> says I have pepper spray on me. Oh, good. I, I, I encourage that. Right. I was, yeah. Uh, good for uh, you, Elaine. My girlfriend at the time, uh, she was at KU and she's like, uh, Let's really talk about really your nice girlfriend. Girl. No, we don't need to get into that. We need to talk about your girlfriend. That's um, what I want to talk about. She was like a complete rule follower, you know, did not want to break any mm-hmm. rules. I'm like, listen, if, if you get, if, if, if there's a news story on you using pepper spray as self-defense on campus, you're not going to get kicked out of the university. Right. She was like afraid of that kind of thing. Um, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. First, do you have you, pepper spray? Did you hear about the Stephen F. Austin assistant bowling yes. coach melody? Oh my this, God. That is the craziest. That should be on like okay. Reddit. Am I an asshole? This, That's what that reminded me of. Yes, uh, on, you are on. an asshole. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's go in order here because this <laughs> is a wild story. You thought the it submarine is. Titanic was wild. <laughs> this one's worse. Uh, so by the way, I did not know they had college bowling. This is a this is new flash to me. I have a friend whose son was on college bowl. So, I yeah. know, I know they have uh bowling clubs like mm-hmm. in campuses. I did not People know they had scholarships have, for this farzine. Uh, the NCAA bowling uh and a very yeah. good bowling program at Stephen F. Austin. Anyway, assistant coach Steve <laughs> Lemke resigned because he slept with a player on the team. It's an mm-hmm. all-female bowling team, to be clear. Uh, he was given the choice to either resign or get fired. Oh, by the way, the head coach. Is it's the assistant wife. coach's wife, it's- Amber Lemke. So I mean, this is just awful for her. Do you wife. have it in front of you? Can I can I share a quote? Oh no, I, I got the quote. Uh here. Here's the quote. Uh I knew it was kind of a no-no, <laughs> but there's no rule saying it can't happen. Wow, what a great guy you must be. Uh he continues: there's not a law saying I'm going to go to jail for doing something like this. There's nothing in stone. I guess it's just an ethics code, like we frown upon it, but there's no rule, there's no law broken. Wow, what a great rule. You know, hey, there's no law against this, there's no rule against this. My wife is the head coach, but yeah, let me just go bang one of the players. Okay, but let me, here's another one by him. Okay. He said, I was a stay at home dad for five years with the kids while Amber got to go off and coach the team. And when she gets back, I'd run practices on top of taking care of the kids while she was back. Steve said, when they travel again, I would sit back and take care of the kids. Then when I got hired on, she almost forced me to run practices. I was a volunteer the entire time before that, trying to help out Amber. Once I got hired on, one thing stemmed from another. I felt like I was doing too much for what I was being valued at. First of all. Oh, my God. Guy sounds like a complete prick. I was a stay-at-home dad for five years with the kids while Amber got to go off and coach the team while she was the freaking breadwinner, okay? I'm not saying that she was a perfect wife or anything, but this guy already sounds like a misogynist to me. Yeah, and then, listen, this guy just screams complete douchebag from that quote. Total. And then, and then when I got hired on, she almost forced me to run practices. I'm thinking, wasn't that why she hired you? Is that not part of your job? That's Breaking news, assistant coaches do, do run practices, yes. Yeah. <laughs> He sounds like a complete douche. Maybe he should have got paid more. Listen, let this be known. You should not work with your spouse. Okay. 
don't work <laughs> with your spouse unless you know <laughs> I don't know I think there are people that actually work together very well that are married so but he seems yeah this is it, this is sad I feel sorry for their kids to be honest with you yeah they've got two very thing. young kids I've, it, 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 you know it, not that these people are in like a horrible position but it is a little awkward for the other players too like they never signed up for this they never asked for this and and they probably feel bad for their coach it's like you know people how, how does the team move on from this like that's just weird <laughs> here's it's what i want to so- know what happened to the player who agreed to participate <laughs> in all this I was the player is probably young. I hope that they're not being victimized through this again because you know, um, hopefully they were of age and it wasn't you know. But I mean, still, it's got to be crummy for them and, and the player's parents, you know, and the player's family. Oh gosh, you know, unfortunately, this is kind of common. It happens in high schools too. Dang, I mean, it's just yeah. it's people peopling and making excuses for themselves. You know, I wonder if this Lemke guy, if he even cares that he possibly ruined this young woman's life, not, a, not just his family's life. You well, know, there's or, no law against Yeah. That there's now. no law about it. Well, she went and got, you know, her job when she went and did her job and I took care of the kids. <laughs> uh, you're, the, you're their fucking dad. Listen, I, I'm like, I, I, I'm not for name calling or anything, but when He's I read that bag. quote, 1000% douchebag. I mean, this yes. is just, there, there's no, nothing else. Like, I'm sorry. Um, if he was wondering if he's an asshole, yes, yes. You, are you know what's asshole. funny? A lot of times when people come out with like a statement, like an apologetic statement, a lot of times I'm so critical of that. I'm like, yes. why are you even apologizing? This is like the, the fakest apology ever. This guy not only does not apologize, there ain't no law about it. No one died. I don't know. This Agreed. I also hate fake apologies, as you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. He wasn't apologetic. He probably he's so mad that his wife got to go off and work and travel, you know. So <laughs> how much just, he how feels much justified. Do- he defended his actions. Actually, the story says he de- he tried to defend his actions. How much does a college bowling coach make? Probably a lot. I mean, no, you would be surprised. Farzine, it is it is very like bowling is very competitive. Oh, I, th- th- I'm not doubting that. Hold on, how much okay. does a I'm, I'm googling it too. Bowling coach May. <laughs> I love how we're both googling it. Uh, salary, according to Zip Recruiter, forty three thousand mm. dollars a year on average. Mm. But yeah. if they were winning, I, I mean, uh, let's oh my see. god! And then you think a women's team? That's probably a man's team. Yeah. Uh, the average. This is according to PayScale.com. The average salary for a bowling coach is forty six thousand in twenty twenty three. I mean, listen, they have to have like a, a second job. I remember when I was interviewing. He was staying at home. When I was interviewing one of the assistant coach, uh, the assistant mm-hmm. cheerleading coach at KU, his wife was the head coach, and uh, they, they he told me he's like, yeah, we both work multiple jobs, and we all both try to take care of the kids. So, uh, I mean, unless you're coaching football or men's basketball. Uh, or even women's basketball, a lot of these coaching jobs in college don't pay a whole lot. So yeah, I don't know that like sure. he had, he was a stay at home dad. So yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, it's in, where is Stephen F. Austin? It's, all I know is it's, it's in Eastern Texas. Yeah. It, it's, it's not in Austin. No, I thought it was. 
Hold on. Uh, where is it? Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches. Stephen F. Austin. Uh, yeah, Nacogdoches. I I'm okay. glad you said that because I have no idea how to pronounce that. You lived in Texas, so yes, you know. I had friends that went there. I just couldn't remember. Yeah, but it's Nacogdoches. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a small town where um, you know, doesn't the, the cost town. of living? Yeah, might not be. It's it's affordable in Texas. We we had a pretty affordable life in Texas. So yeah, yeah, not Steve as affordable Lumpke, as the Midwest. Are, Steve Lumpke, you are a douche. Uh, that's you all I have to say. Hundred uh, percent. Tyreek Hill, former Chiefs receiver. <laughs> Speaking we all of remember him. Speaking oh, geez, Melody. Douches. Okay. <laughs> Wow! What a great segue! <laughs> oh boy, uh, where, where do I have a? I mean, anyway, uh, thanks, Melody. Tyreek Hill is under or was under investigation for allegedly assaulting a man in Miami, according to multiple reports. Hill board uh, got on a boat without permission that led to the alleged incident. Apparently, he slapped an employee in the back of the head. The employees called the cops, and apparently Hill told the employees, I can buy you and the boat. That's lovely. Um, what a okay. douche. Let me, uh, let me, yeah, yeah. That, 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 if he allegedly said that, if that's true, yeah, that is kind of douchey. But uh, <laughs> let me let me ask this, because Tyreek Hill has been in this position before with child abuse allegations, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it seemed like he did, it seemed like he was guilty, but we found later on in further reports that what was initially reported was not as awful as it sounded in the beginning. So we do need to reserve a lot, a lot of judgment here uh, with this story because we don't have all the facts. Listen, that that previous Tyreek Hill story with the child abuse allegations, I mean, I, that has really taught me just kind of be patient and wait for the facts to come out. With that said, I do think we can be a little critical or at least maybe ask this question. Why does Tyreek Hill always find himself in these situations? I mean, it's, it's serious. Look at Kareem Hunt. When he was in Kansas City, there were three incidents that he was involved in. And then when he goes to Cleveland, he never got in trouble for anything. But he did get pulled over for uh, possession of marijuana. And <clears throat> excuse me, there was also some incident at a bar where police showed up and he's shouting at someone in a video, um, which, you know, that's never a good thing. Um, you know, pe- people don't accidentally find themselves in these situations in multiple instances. Right. They just don't. Uh, again, <laughs> we have to, you know, be cautious here and understand that not all the facts are out. They uh, just but it is. Don't. This is not normal, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no, th- this really isn't. I, I don't know. Like, it, apparently he was with his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, who's one of the biggest agents in the NFL. Um, so we don't know. I'm surprised he has not said anything publicly to at least defend Tyree Kill. Um, but, you know, again, my question is, why does Tyree Kill always find themselves, uh, find himself in these situations? I don't know. I mean, number one, he's I think he's pretty arrogant. You know, and if he truly did say I could buy you and I could buy these boats, I think that gives people a, you know, just this big head that they are not going to face consequences that normal people would, you know, if he truly did say that. And if he didn't say that, and if he was, you know, a a fine, upstanding gentleman, I take everything I just said back. Let let me just clarify. (laughs) Elaine commented and says, I thought they weren't charging him. She is correct. The Miami police is not charging him. However, a report came out this morning that, yeah, the The employee... 
alleged victim, yes, mm-hmm. uh, is um, is trying to press charges on Tyreek Hill. So, listen, training camp is a month away. Uh, I don't know exactly when Miami's training camp is, but this is going to be a huge topic of conversation, which obviously coaches, general managers, owners, they never want to have to answer for that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. that's just, uh, that's just never anything you want to do. I did want to talk about Tyreek Hill uh, again. So on his podcast, he and B. John Robinson, B. John Robinson is a, uh, running back who just got drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. Um, oh, okay. Melody, I'm sure you've heard this many times where you see this on Twitter more nowadays when fans have an opinion and athletes hate it because they resort, yeah. they resort to the stance that, Hey, Fans never played the sport. Why should they have an opinion? Well, it's like, listen, you know, a lot of us have never acted in a movie. You know, does that mean none of us should be allowed to criticize a movie if we think it's bad? You know, if we um, have uh, never written a book, can we not criticize a book if it was bad? Melody can because she's written books, Um, (laughs) you know, but but in all seriousness, though, like, I I don't like the idea by this logic, you know, uh, politicians, we criticize them all the time. Um, a lot of us have never stepped foot in the political seat before. So, right. you know, I, I don't like the idea that a fan cannot have an opinion or criticize. Meanwhile, right. two athletes are putting together their top five running backs of all time. Tyreek's mm-hmm. top five, number one, Adrian Peterson, two, Derrick Henry, three, Barry Sanders, four, Gail Sayers, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, five, Eric Dickerson, Bijan Robinson's top five, Barry Sanders, Ladanian Tomlinson, Marshall Falk. That's an interesting one. Um, Adrian Peterson and Walter Payton. Evidently, neither of these professional athletes have heard of Jim Brown nor Emmett Smith. Mm. And you want me a guy who's never played football before to not say anything on this. I mean, come on, you're a professional athlete and your top five running backs do not include Emmett Smith nor uh, Jim Brown. I mean, come on, that's a, that's outrageous. So did they say something to your tweet? Oh, no, no, no. This is not directed to me specifically. Uh, I mean, I, I have had the, it's funny. There are a lot of sports fans who tell other sports fans, Hey, you've never played. Why do you have an opinion? Well, you never played either, and here you are talking. No, this nothing was directed at me. Um, I, I'm just mm-hmm. saying, in general, for so many years, especially now that a lot of athletes are on Twitter, they see the criticism from other fans. It's impossible right. to hide from. So sometimes athletes do just come out and say, hey, look, you guys have never played the sport. Mm-hmm. Well, there's some truth yeah. to that. You know, there is, there's, there's background to that. And when you are facing criticism from people that have never been in your shoes, you know, it, it does suck. I think it sucks more than if it would, you know, just for them to, to make these claims because every negative thing that we says impacts another person, whether they're a celebrity or, you know, or not, you know? And so even people that make a lot of money or in the news or famous for whatever reason, players, you know, they're going to, they're going to take in that criticism and it hurts, you know, even if they you know, make so much more money than us, you would think that they would just not care. But Yes. I mean, people can have their opinion, whether they've played or whether they've not. And, you know, like you like study on this stuff, you know, more than most average people know about football. And so your opinion is very valid. 
So any Joe Blow off the street, maybe their opinions aren't super valid if they are not like if they have no in, um, investment in the game. See, there are a lot of people in the media who never played sports professionally, right. but they love sports. And as you said, so right. many people do dedicate their time studying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, listen, there's so many. I have some books behind me that, you know, they, they go into into like the machinations of football and maybe you can understand the x's and o's a little more uh mm-hmm. again l- l- listen i, I, I like saying, that word machinations yes um i mean there are a lot of ways for fans to learn the sport never even right. if they've never played it before uh but i just i agree with you everyone is entitled to their opinion and that, that's fine with me even if, but at the same time i think you also should be okay with being criticized regardless if the criticism is coming from a former athlete or a fan. I mean, there are so many people who just don't like opinions from fans. And I'm like, why? Um, you know, without uh, the fans, you would be nothing like you need fans. Like look at Carson Palmer, the former quarterback for the Bengals. He also played for Mm -hmm. the Raiders and the Cardinals. He came out saying that Patrick Mahomes panics under pressure and that Joe Burrow is the better quarterback. It's like, wait a minute. You're going to say that about a guy who's never won a Super Bowl over a guy who has won two Super Bowls and two MVPs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is a guy who played the sport and has a pretty outrageous stance. Of course, those who never played the sport again, you don't have to play the sport to just know basic things that like who the better quarterback is or who a top right. five running back is. Um, so I don't know. Uh, to me, that was just weird to see Tyreek and Bijan not have those two. Um, right. uh, but, but plus, if you look at these, you can tell like, you know, and listen, I'm I'm not old. I mean, I'm, I'm young also. I'm, I'm like about the same age as Tyreek Hill, give or take a couple years. Um, but they have like far more recent players right. uh, with the exception of like Gail Sayers or Dickerson or Walter Payton. But a majority of these guys are like very, very recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's again, they can believe who they want and it's okay. You know, if, if, if that's who they, if that's, that's who they looked up to, that's who they think are great. You know, Maybe they just, every. I wanted to say when I thought about this, everybody comes from a lens of bias, right? And yeah. so those, you know, th- that's coming, that list, those lists are coming from those lenses as well. So it's not like it's written in stone. It's just their opinion. They can have it. I do want to ask you about this. This was not on the show. Oh, wait, wait, really quick. Oh. Have you ever heard the saying? Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. Yes. They usually think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, this was not on the show rundown, but it is starting to get a lot of attention. Are you uh-huh. aware of this Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg fight? Uh, I mean, haven't they had like an ongoing thing? It, no, like, I mean, they what is want, the recent development? They want to like fight each other in a UFC match. Oh my God. No, what? Here's, here's, here's the crazy. So I guess Elon Musk put out a challenge to Mark Zuckerberg on Twitter and Zuckerberg responded with, Send me location now, Melody. You're not a big UFC fan, are you? Okay, you're shaking your head. No, um, so <laughs> I love how you're laughing about this. So, send me location is a comment Habib Nurmagomedov made. He's the former oh, UFC lightweight yeah. champion, he was undefeated in his MMA career, fantastic career. Um, mm-hmm. he, he and Conor McGregor had a massive rivalry, and at one point, Habib just wrote like a tweet, he said, Send me location. <laughs> And so I, Zuckerberg just used that right there uh, as a response. 
Dana White did an interview with TMZ. He said he spoke to both Zuckerberg and Musk for an hour and a half, and they are, quote, both dead serious about doing this fight. So Dana White, who, again, has profound... By the way, keep in mind, the UFC, they do... I mean, the fighters they bring in have to have at least a significant amount of experience. So a lot of these fighters fight in, like, small venues or even in casinos, uh, where they only have like a thousand, maybe two thousand people watching live, and then maybe a hundred people online, which are mostly family members watching. Um, so <laughs> now you're just going to bring in two celebrities to fight, and he's he he's, he said he said this will break every pay per view record, and honestly, he's not wrong. Why they're doing it? I bet they're friends. I bet they were like, "How can we make more money? Let's do this." And it's just so funny. Like, it's hysterical. But who would you want to win? Who do you think would win? I mean, listen, uh, who's, 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 you know, who helped me get monetized? I got to go with Uncle Zuck, you know, the guy who's writing my checks. Come on, Melody, don't put me in this position. (laughs) That's what I want. Uncle Zuck, listen, Uncle (laughs) Zuck and I, we've come a long ways. You know, he's banned me a couple of times. We've, we're, we're like this now. So we're, 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 our relationship is in a better place now. So come on. I got I to gotta back up Zuck here. I, I would too, just because um, Elon Musk has completely run Twitter. And I have a second Twitter account now that I have barely have 500 people. Oh, that's right. You so did. Elon Musk goes down. Hold on. What happened to your Twitter? Yeah. So I was just hitting 7,000 followers. And, um, you know, and I'm, I love Twitter. You know, like... Twitter made my SEO search. Like if you Googled Melody McAllister, my Twitter was so yeah. you know, good. I was the first Melody McAllister. Um, so anyway, I think what happened, I've been thinking about this for a while. And it was funny because my friend that I'm staying with, we were talking about like the algorithms or whatever. Well, um, that day I had seen like some, like 20 people that I followed, followed this really crazy right-winged person. Like that was just really, I can't even remember the person, but I was like, oh my God, like, I don't want these people on my list because if they listen to that motherfucker, then I don't want them on my list. So I deleted, like I unfollowed, I unfollowed like 20 people that day. And so I'm thinking what? now that that must've been, they sent me, so Twitter sent me a notification that like, my Twitter account had suspicious behavior. And I'm like, what, you know, what? And because I'm not Twitter blue, um, they would not text me a verification code so I could verify myself. And for some crazy reason, they have an old um, email address that I don't even have anymore that I can't get to. I have no way to get to that email address. Oh yeah. Um, And so I can't verify myself. Wait, hold on. That email address. Is that like a Yahoo or a Gmail email? It was a school email because when I started my twitter account it was pro- for professional and it what? mostly still is professional and you contact yeah. the school and just explain I did. them your situation what i happened? did they wanted to help me they wrote up a ticket but they just couldn't i've been gone from that school for too long and i don't oh, even know why sucks. twitter had that i changed that over to my my current email you know when i when i moved to alaska when i stopped using it only for professional purposes so i don't even know why they still had that but i tried i mean i sent them so many ways to show that i am who i am but they refuse to. And because I'm not Twitter blue, they won't send a text verification code. So, well, damn. Okay. So, all right. I may never get that. I may never get that Twitter account back, which sucks because I spent years building that up. Mm -hmm. No, my friend Morgan Gannum, uh, who, by the way, shout out to him. He uh, made the theme song for this podcast and uh, we're coming up with a new song that he has helped craft. 
Um, he had a Facebook page where he promoted his music. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he got hacked and mm. his, uh, uh, by the way, for those of you who are on Facebook, a little lesson here, do not upload videos that are not yours. Um, right. I mean, not everyone gets caught, but eventually, unfortunately, he was uploading way too many videos that were trademarked. Mm. Listen, videos from your phone can get trademarked. A lot of people don't know this. Unfortunately, he was uploading too many of those. Well, not him, but the person who hacked him. So he just unfortunately lost his uh, his account there. He's hopefully he can maybe get it back, but um, there would need to uh, he would need to go through a, a lot of big steps there. But uh, hopefully, he can get it back because he used that to promote his music, and uh, he has mm-hmm. kind of struggled with that. It, regional people, I mean, it's so hard to get your music out there if you're at the regional level. So yeah, I get his fr- frustration. Yeah, well, Elon Elon Musk completely run Twitter. Yeah, Twitter sucks. I've I have not noticed it. Listen, I remember when he first bought it, everyone was like, "Oh, we're boycotting Twitter. We're leaving Twitter." Everyone's still on there. Uh, no, a lot of people in my profession they they left. There's a lot of people that I used really? to follow that are no longer on Twitter. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but and I don't know if you've ever seen this, but some of my friends they had a large portion of people just fall off their followers list. And um, I don't know if they were bots or what, or if they just left or they were kicked off, but Twitter has definitely changed. And, you know, in education, we use Twitter a lot too. I mean, most of my friends are on Twitter. So it really bummed me out to lose my account and um, probably never get it back. And I look at it and it says that I, on the other account, it says I followed nobody. And I'm like, what? Yeah. When so you're, when you're banned, sick. when you're banned, it, that's how it comes up for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we will uh, hopefully people being uh, people. Oh, by the way, speaking of algorithms, I almost forgot this. Um, I was on YouTube today. Guess what was the number one recommended video on my YouTube when I opened the app? Was it my son? No, it was it was a full length animated video of the Titanic sinking. Oh, it's like it's like YouTube. Sad. The the algorithm, you know. The YouTube algorithm is playing some games here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, by the way, uh, I, I, I did forget to mention this. You are a TikTok star. Forget about your Twitter. <laughs> you are. I mean, listen, Jackson Mahomes is not making any uh, TikToks right now. You've been do, you've been more successful than him lately. Uh, yeah. Your your son has gone viral lately because of yeah, uh, his over singing. eight million likes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. Are you? I don't know. That's kind of a personal question, but I was going to ask. Am I monetizing? Yeah, I mean, um, I I am. I've done a couple of. Um, oh, yeah, I've done a couple of sponsored things, and and um, I'm doing one right now. So I I do I do get to monetize it. Yeah, I mean, Wit get has to get free college out of this, right? I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> it would be awesome. This the sad thing is, is that a lot of the videos are from you know a couple of years ago, or they're not always current. And um, a lot of people are like, hey, why is it Wit singing? Because he doesn't want to sing. And I can't force him to sing. And I won't force him to sing so that he'll make my TikTok blow up. You know, I mean, it's not that important to me. But um, he really is. A, he That kid is a star. You know, he, he I wouldn't be surprised if he was on Broadway or Disney picked him up. So. Wait, that that video you just posted recently, or maybe I saw it recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the one, one where he's singing the driveway? on the Yeah, that was a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Well, you're, you're still getting some content from him. Yeah. But that's only what he wants to. He's now like, I don't want, he tells me, I don't want that to be on TikTok. It's so, so it's so crazy content. Like there's a YouTube channel with more than 2 million subscribers. 
it's just a guy and his adorable husky and they just go on adventures and they do silly mm-hmm. things together and they get millions of views. Like the yeah. amount of things that you can do with content out there. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Melody, you got a lot of stuff going on. I showed your book at the beginning of the, of the podcast. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Book. Uh, what are you sorry going story. On? How can, uh, how can people uh, follow your podcast? Yeah, So you can, um, you can, I, I am Melody McAllister on YouTube. I'm Melody McAllister on uh, TikTok. I am Melody McAllist7 on Twitter. And I'm MJ McCallie. It used to be MJ McCallie writes across the board, but now it's not. And on Instagram, MJ McCallie writes. So if you Google Melody McAllister, I still am the number one SEO person. So if you want to find me, it's easy. I'm going to be in Philly this coming week at the ISTE conference and um, really looking forward to that. So I'm presenting quite a bit and also um, working the Spaces EDU booth. And yeah, so this is probably my last big conference for a while. I've been traveling for the last two years. Every yeah, you've been you know, traveling a lot lately. Yeah, but I'm going to be slowing down after this. And I'm actually, I'm taking a self-publishing course because I have another book that I've written and um, hopefully have, having illustrated, it's called Booger Eater. So <laughs> oh, Booger Eater. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. And hopefully by the end of the summer, that will be closer to publication. So, yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, yeah. I appreciate you coming on. We've always had a uh, great chat on the podcast. Uh, we'll do it again sometime. Thanks, Fars. I love being on your, um, I love being on your podcast. You need to come be on mine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll make it happen sometime. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, take it easy. Thanks guys for listening. I appreciate it. All right. I appreciate you guys uh, downloading and listening to this episode of Farscast. If you like the podcast, let your friends know about it. Big thanks to Melody McAllister once again for joining us. Go check out her work. You guys have a great weekend. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 is out. I'm going to do nothing this weekend, but play that. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm out of here. Peace out. Take care.